श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम न व्रजे न विशेचक्ति मरुद्रूपा विकासिते निर्विकल्पतया मध्ये तया भैरवूपता Unknowingly, all of us know. What is that? What we know, but we do not know that we know. What is that? And that is, whenever we think about meditation, what we start is sit quiet. Meaning. no more movement so we start from the body we keep the body body should not move then we think we are doing meditation the if this knowledge which we already have if we extend it further see what will happen now from the body we come to the breathing breathing is what movement of the air and when our body becomes still no tension no pain it is 100% relax therefore no movement when this type of sitting happens in the body then naturally the breathing becomes extremely slow and extremely shallow and it is so slow and so shallow that as if the breathing is happening within the nostrils so the air moves only from the outer hole up to the inner hole so within that small area only the air is moving so slow and so shallow now as a result of this we go still deeper then the mind remains relatively quiet so what is being achieved is only freedom from movement now once we understand this is what is the meaning of meditation then we will not limit ourselves only at the body level but start seeing the effect of this deeper and deeper in our own being so from the body we have come to the breathing from the breathing we have come to the mind the thoughts 
Now from the thoughts we go still deeper. Then we will come to discover. So many objects come and go. Vision doesn't come, doesn't go. All the four elements, the earth, the waters, the fire and air, they keep on moving. But the space does not move. Therefore, the divine experience is where movements are not rejected. Movements are not an obstacle. And what are the movements? Only experiences. Good experience, bad experience. When good or bad experiences do not disturb us, we have reached the conscious space. Be very attentive. There are three spaces. One is the gross space, where there is a gross world. Whatever may happen in this gross world, let there be volcanoes, let there be hurricanes, let there be wars, let there be huge fires as in Brazil, Nothing happens to the space. Then we come to the mind space. Let there be any kind of thought. Thought of joy, thought of sorrows. Doesn't disturb the mind space. So the gross world is the field of experience. The mind space is the field, uh, the experience of the field. Then we go still deeper. The experiencer. So let there be a good or bad, bad field of experience. Let there be good or bad experience of the field. But when we come to the experiencer level, then an experiencer is not born. Like, when we are identified with the body, a waker is born. Then we disidentify, then dream comes, a dreamer is born. Then that we close, deep sleep, there is nothing. So all these, the waker, the dreamer and the deep sleeper, they come and go. But to the conscious space, nothing happens. So meditation is a journey from the gross to the subtle, from distance to the proximity, from the periphery to the center, from the husband to the man.
This journey is not in time. This journey is not in space. So we have got three aspects of our life. One is the body. Second is the mind. And third is the experiencer. You may do anything in your life. You cannot stop from the body changing. Body is born. First it will go vertically. Then the ceiling comes. Then start growing horizontally. How many years? 10, 20, 100, 200. After that, the body has to die. Then comes the mind. The mind never dies. And therefore, all old people make a pathetic joke. I don't feel I am old. You cannot. Because the feelings are happening in the mind. Mind does not have age. There is nothing like old mind and new mind. You take this light in the bulb. What is the age of the light in the bulb? No age. But the bulb has an age. When it was manufactured, it was born. The bulb will die. The bulb will be broken. But the light in the bulb is eternal. Because when one bulb breaks, nothing happens to the light in the other bulbs. Therefore, this mind is the second aspect of our personality where all the experiences happen. This is subtler. So from the gross body, we come to the mind. And then from the mind, we come to the origin of the mind. Then we come to know, like the light is unmanifest in the electricity, when it comes in contact with the bulb, the light manifests. Therefore, light is neither in the bulb nor in the electricity. Light is when electricity and the bulb, when they come together, then only light happens. Exactly the same way. In the absolute truth, the reality, the divine, there is no samsara. Only in the matter, there is no samsara. When these two things come together, then samsara happens. Only a man cannot produce children. Only the woman cannot produce children. They have to come together, samsara begins. Therefore, we all know this, that suspension of changes, suspension of movement is meditation. And therefore, in Yoga Shastra, there is something called as pranayama, and the pranayam are of different types. 
One is called as Puraka Pranayam, wherein you breathe in. Second is called as Rechaka Pranayam, whether you breathe out. The third is Puraka Kumbhaka, you breathe out and don't breathe in. Keep the air outside. Then the third one is, fourth one is, you breathe inside, but don't breathe out. That is Kumbhaka. Now when thus the movement of the breathing suspends, that is the experience of the Divine. But it is a created experience. It is not the natural experience. Therefore, one of the techniques given in the meditation is this. You sit properly and breathe in and hold the breath inside. Now don't ask a question, how long? If you ask me a question, I will tell you, okay. Breathe in and hold for half an hour. As long as you can, hold it. Now that experience, is the experience where no changes happen. There is no movement. If you have to try to explain this experience in words, you will fail. Because when you use word, it is the movement of the mind. Movement of the mind is words. Similarly, the other way also one can practice breathe out and hold the breath outside.
So one can practice this both ways. The external kumbhak, hold the breath, or and the internal kumbhak, hold the breath. And keep on practicing it for some time. When we thus practice it on a daily basis, maybe at a time 10-15 minutes, slowly the mind will learn to keep quiet. Because when the breath is held inside or outside. During that time, the mind is busy. It has no purpose, no reason to think. The mind is nailed outside the body or the mind is nailed inside the body. Because when we take the breath in, where the air goes, apanavayu, it comes to the spiritual heart. So we hold the air there and see your experience. The mind cannot move. Similarly, when we breathe out, at the 12 finger distance, the prana becomes the air, so hold the mind there. Thus, the mind is having no possibility of thinking on any subject. Because the mind is busy and therefore there will be no problem of thoughts.
and we are not doing anything, only observe. Now see the step by step what has happened. All your asanas have become firm and steady. Then because of this pranayam meditation, your breathing is reduced in frequency. Earlier we breathe 15 times a minute. Now because of this kumbhaka, external and internal, holding the breath, the frequency is reduced from 15 to maybe 5 or 4. To the extent our breathing frequency is reduced, to that extent the frequency of thought eruption also reduces. Now this is an experience where experiencer is not born. And therefore, in this meditation, there is no success, there is no failure. Because there is nobody born. For success and failure, there has to be somebody. Like when we play with the kids some game, the child is interested in winning the game. But we the elders, we are just playing. We are not interested either victory or defeat. Therefore, when we play the game with the child, there is no success, there is no failure. But for the child, success and failure is a big issue. I have defeated Swami. Then what is my understanding? Oh, really, you are very good. You are better than me. But in the heart of my heart, I know you are dumb. Because in my involvement in the game, I was not involved. Who was I? In my game, there was nobody who was playing the game as a player. The game was happening. But there was no player born. Exactly the same way in this meditation. Meditation is happening, but meditator is not born. Therefore, there is neither success nor failure. Therefore, Meditation was good or meditation was bad, cannot be. Therefore, you cannot repeat meditation. You can repeat the words, 
try to repeat the silence. Silence cannot be repeated because silence is uncreated, unchanging, unending. Words are created, changing and end. Meditation is that experience which is not created but which is discovered. Anything which is discovered is already existing. Like many a times we keep the key somewhere or it is in our own hand and we are searching where my key has gone, where key has gone and then you get frustrated and hit your head, oh God, I don't know where did I keep, and oh, it is in my hand. So it was discovered. We don't have to become divine. We are divine. Remove the coverings of changes, movement, and come back to the change-free, movement-free experience. Childhood has come and gone, changes. I am the same. Teenage has come and gone, changes. I am the same. Middle age has come and gone, changes. I am the same. Old age has come and gone. I continue to be the same. Who dies? When the childhood body has gone, did I die? When the teenage body has gone, did I die? When the middle age body has gone, did I die? On the contrary, now we have become expert in dying. And the same way, when this old body will go, even if you want, you cannot die. But all of us suffer from the same foolishness. Nobody is miserable because of death. People are miserable because of the fear of death. I had a very bad experience of snakes. I was swimming in a lake and I was floating, absolutely quiet, nice sun, looking at the sky, absolutely no movement. And then one snake came and he entangled my right leg thinking that it is a stick or a wood. And the moment I got it, oh God, I just pushed it away and ran out of the water, took my bicycle and ran as if the snake is following me. From that day onwards, I have such a tremendous fear of snake. Even if somebody keeps a plastic snake, I don't want to take a risk. Because 
had experience. Now, do we have experience of death? Why are we afraid? A child, he has experienced fire, that the fire burns. Therefore, the child is afraid of fire because of earlier experience. Why are we afraid of death? It's only because we see other bodies dying and we have taken ourselves to be a body. Therefore, I as a body will also die. Therefore, meditation is recognition of this unchanging substratum, unchanging platform where all the changes are happening. Childhood has come and gone, nothing happened to me. Teenage has come and gone, nothing happened to me. Old age has come and gone, nothing will happen to me. When this clicks in our heart, we will never talk about two things. One thing, I want to commit suicide. And second thing, I want to live long. Both of them are suffering from the same problem. Like a poor man is miserable because he doesn't have money. A rich man is miserable because he has money. Both of them, money is the only problem. In the same manner, the one who commits suicide, he has the same problem. And if I kill the body, I am liberated. And the one who wants to live long life, he also has the same problem. If the body lives long, I will live long. Error is the same. Therefore, this particular meditation that we have understood, it will change our attitude towards life. Na vrajena visheshakti marudrupa vikasite nirvikalapataya madde taya bhairava rupata. So recognize this. Wherever there is no movement, there you are. <coughs> so first we have learned no movement for the body sitting in one place without movement. Next net result or breathing becomes absolutely very slow and shallow. And then we hold the breath outside and inside. And then we come to discover whether there is breathing or no breathing. Nothing happens to me. 
I support both the breathing as well as no breathing. Now, as a result of this, we go to the last stage. Whether there are thoughts or no thoughts, nothing happens to me. Like when there are waves on the ocean, the ocean doesn't become rich. And when all the waves quieten, the ocean doesn't lose anything. Because waves were only appearance. They were not real. Therefore, even when we come to the mind, the same principle, that which is not changing. So what doesn't change? The mind doesn't change. The thoughts keep on changing. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. It's natural. But to be obsessed, there should not be any thoughts. Our struggle is like, I want to keep my eyes open, but I should not see anybody. Close your eyes. So simple. No, I want to keep the eyes open, but I should not see. Similarly, the mind should be there, but it should not think. Wow. Then, let the eyes see the things, but don't get influenced by anything. Be attentive. And this, we don't have to do anything, my friends. It is like that. Like yesterday, I gave example. I see the purple color, eyes don't become purple. I see the blue color, eyes don't become blue. I see the black color, the eyes don't become black. I see the red color, the eyes don't become red. Similarly, good thought, bad thoughts, who cares? Colors are different, vision is one. Similarly, thoughts are different, mind is one. All the struggle of your life will come to an end. Thereafter, you will lead a peaceful, complaints-less life. No complaints. Our whole life is nothing but a complaint box. When we went for a walk, I was talking. When it is um, summer, we complain, oh, it's too hot. No, summer has to be hot. But we complain. Then we pray to the Lord, oh Lord, summer is too hot. The Lord says, okay, I'll send you rains. And the rains come. Oh God, it is too wet. The rains cannot be anything but wet. Then, okay, I'll give you winter. Then the winter comes. Again we complain, oh, it is too cold. Then the Lord thinks, this fellow give him anything, he will only complain. Therefore, he doesn't answer our prayers. On the contrary, if 
you are able to enjoy the heat of the summer rains of the rainy season and cold of the winter you can never be miserable in life we are not doing anything is it not our day to day life have we ever complained why there is a night after day and why there is a day after night no we adjust ourselves so we keep on keeping awake whole night and sleep during the day even god gets confused i created day for working and night for sleeping but these human beings are so smart they keep on working at night and sleep during the day and meditate see my friends living with this wisdom 24/7 that is meaning of meditation otherwise our meditation is like i had told so many times half an hour meditation rest of the day frustration those are the cartoons of meditations therefore these are very simple technique navrajena visheshakti marudrupa vikasite nirvikalpataya madhe taya bhairava rupata nirvikalpa means not giving any option be very attentive i have an option to sit over here or on this chair because there are two chairs if there is only one chair no option now go further we have option to eat vegetarian non vegetarian then you struggle should i eat vegetarian should i non vegetarian now go subjectively to yourself do you have option whether you are or you are not we don't have option then i am not if we don't have this option i am not is it necessary to say i am no need the net result is mind will come to a still but that mind will be quiet alert and vigilant vigilant when we are act, reacting or interacting in the world vigilance is are we depositing impressions on the mind and there are only two impressions like dislike and alert when we are interacting in the world are we getting influenced by the world or not such a state of the mind remains 24/7 and living with that quality of mind our day to day activities is living in meditation कुंभितारेचिता वापी पूरीता वाजदा भवेत तदंते शांतनामासौ शक्त्या शांत प्रकाशते
when we are practicing this kumbhak external and internal here there is effort involved we breathe in and hold effort involved we breathe out and hold effort involved but when this is practiced properly and for some time then we come to the ultimate called as kevala kumbhaka kevala kumbhaka means without any effort the breathing comes to a halt to understand this kevala kumbhaka is practiced by all the amphibians and the hibernating animals the frogs disappear during the winter and the summer and then when the first rain comes from nowhere drown 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 begins where from they have come where they had gone they have gone in samadhi hibernation is suspension of all the activities of life but no death has occurred that is called kevala kumbhaka kevala means effortless suspension of breathing if it is practiced again and again be very attentive you will discover that your mind also can remain like this without efforts our mind will remain quiet how the mind doesn't remain quiet because the mind wants to get involved everywhere Suppose three, four people are sitting. One person is talking something. We want to get involved. Then how do we get involved? Suppose one person tells that, um, like you know, we were with the monk here. We are having a cup of tea, and he told something that how all the gods here they have the face like the Indians because all the gods images have come from India to China. So very much telling. Now listen and keep quiet. But our mind will say something more because we want to get involved. And in that involvement, we multiply unwanted talks. When we practice this, our mind will start remaining quiet without effort. then our mind will be like the mirror reflects everything rejects nothing at the same time retains nothing mirror does not have a personality mirror does not have the past 
mirror does not have history mirror does not have any burden when a monk is standing before the mirror the mirror is not holy and when a criminal is standing in front of the mirror mirror doesn't become criminal that quality of the mind it is very much alive in this world but like a mirror doesn't react that is the meaning of meditation through this effortless kumbhaka here also the same principle kumbhaka is movement is suspended initially we suspended through effort by this practice ultimately it becomes effortless all these coverings of wrong notions are removed one by one because notions are only thoughts but when the thoughts are dissolved in wisdom the truth is revealed it is not brought from outside to understand take an example there are two pieces of iron same shape size exactly looking same from a distance and we are told one of them is a magnet other is an ordinary iron piece now from a distance or even if you hold in the hand you cannot know which is a magnet and which is the iron piece then how do we know put them in two containers which are having small iron filings or nails thereafter lift both the iron pieces that which is only iron will come alone and that which is a magnet which will bring along with it so many nails now if we have to convert the iron piece into magnet do we have to inject magnetism in that no it is not allowed to manifest because all the atoms were haphazardly disorganized then what do we do we take that iron piece rub it along the magnet in one direction slowly for quite some time then all these disorganized ions north and south poles they get slowly organized and when the organization of the atoms is perfect then that dormant magnetism in that ion piece becomes manifest exactly the same way the divinity that we are it is disorganized 
in thoughts, in purpose, in achievements, in notions, in reactions. Then what do we do? Like the iron piece going to the magnet, we have come here. Now you are rubbing against these thoughts. Slowly, slowly, the disorganized mind will get oriented. And then we will come to know one day that the problem is not in the world. The problem is with us. And to solve that problem, we don't have to do anything. Correct your focal length. Things look beautiful. Now if I remove my glasses and look at you, you will be seen like a collage, all mixed up. But the moment I put my glasses, you are distinctly seen. What is the reason? Without the glasses, my eyes do not have the capacity to focal length perfectly. Then what do I do? I put the glasses and the glasses do not give me vision. The glasses help me in adjusting the focal length. Exactly the same way. Satsanga, these kinds of retreat, they don't create anything in you. They only change your focal length. When the focal length is changed, everything changes. The perception change. When the perceptions change, then our interactions change. When interactions change, the experiences change. When experiences change, the life changes. So where from it starts? From how we are looking at the world. When you take any picture, go very close to the picture, six inches. You will not be able to see the picture complete and the beauty of the picture will never be revealed to you because you are too close. Okay, okay, I'll go away. And you go away two kilometers away from the picture. Then also you will not be able to see the picture properly. Then. Look at the picture from a proper distance. Look at the world from a proper distance. You will discover this world is most beautiful. And this is given in this kind of retreats. Our focal length is changed. Therefore, meditation is working on ourselves. Meditation is working on our own mind. And meditation is working on the mind by the mind. We can work on the mind many different ways. We can work on the mind by taking drinks and drugs. Suppose you are disturbed. Take a glass full of wine. 
and then you go into the meditative pose. What happened? I am feeling very good now. How long? Till it is thrown out of the body through urination. Afterwards, then there is a hang-up. One day in a Rotary Club meeting in India, I was the chief guest and they invited me. I said, three days I cannot come. It's a luxury for me. So I'll come, address and go away. So they agreed. Nine o'clock I reached. Eleven o'clock was my lecture. Eleven to twelve, one hour lecture. And three o'clock flight I had to go. So when my talk was over, one of the participants, he had drunk a lot. And then he got up and he asked the question. Last night we all had spirits. And you also talk on spirituality. What is the difference between our spirituality and your spirituality? When he asked like this, the organizers felt very ashamed. Say, they say, Swamiji, we are sorry. Please don't mind. I said, no, no, you don't have to be sorry. This is between him and me. You be away. Then I told, your liquid spirituality leaves you with a hang-up. Our solid spirituality leaves, we, we, leaves you with a stand-up, not a hang-up. See, friends, this wisdom is inherent in every one of us. We don't have to borrow it from outside. And what is the discovery? This is the discovery. Focus your attention on that which is not changing. If we are only observing the changes, then we are at a very ordinary average level. One day in some place I went and uh, one old man must be about 80 or so. He came and then he had to talk something. So they asked me, where are you from? Typical Indians. I said, I had to also tell something because I am from nowhere. I said, I am from Vrindavan because I saw in their house there was a Krishna temple to Vrindavan. I have to match myself. I said, I am from Vrindavan. Then that old man said, Oh, Vrindavan has changed so much. Forty years before, it was so different. Today it is so different. Then I said, Uncle, please come. I took him near the sink where you wash the hands. I said, look into the mirror. Forty years before, was it the same? Everything changes in this world. Don't talk about changes. Talk about the changeless. And once you get this, then you will come to know choices change. What we were liking as a child, then as a teenager, we no more like it. 
what you are liking as a teenager, we no more like it in middle age. What you are liking in middle age, we no more like in old age. What were our priorities in the childhood? Those priorities have changed in the teenage. Those priorities have changed in the middle age. Those priorities have changed in the old age. But in and through all these changes, there is one truth. Discover and hold on to that. That is meditation. This experience you cannot put in words. Subtler the experience, important becomes the language. Suppose I had to explain about the book. I can say, oh, it is a white color, it has got this dimension, there are so many lines, there are lines in Sanskrit, English, etc. Now, sometime I receive from kids the message, WeChat, and one girl wrote me, Swamiji, I love you. So, love spelling, L-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-
पूर्णमदः पूर्णमिदं पूर्णात् पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यते ओं शातिशाति शाति हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नमः